Inauguration Day, everybody! What's good? Welcome to another episode of the What's the Use podcast, where, you know, we do a lot of sort of stuff. A lot of sort of stuff, because that's a new word. Yeah, happy Inauguration Day. It is Wednesday, January 20th, 2021, a day that we have long hoped for. You know, it's finally here. Trump is out. Trump is out. Happy Inauguration Day, a.k.a. Dump Trump Day. Praise the Lord. Can I get an amen? What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining me for another episode of the What's the Use podcast. Uh, Also, thank you guys for all the love on the last episode. I'm not going to lie. The sound is feeling so weird. I feel like I'm doing an ASMR video right now where I should be talking like this, but I'm not really eating anything, so it doesn't sound that great. Anyway... (laughs) I love seeing everybody's reactions and everybody's uh, experience with the podcast. So continue to tag at what's the use or tag me at Y-O-O-U quadruple S whenever you guys listen in. Let me let me know your thoughts. Feel free to share some feedback or your opinions, whatever, whatever it is you'd like to share. Send it on over. And if you have some time, go to wherever you listen to your podcast and make sure you what's the YouTube thingy where they say like, subscribe, comment tag the bell, all that stuff. Don't do none of that. Just, just rate the podcast. Send, send a, um, you know, like a nice little note. Don't be evil. But if you feel like you have to be mean, that's cool. Constructive criticism is helpful. So do what you gotta do. Just enjoy this. This is all for you guys. And also for me, because I have issues and I need something to give like an outlet to give like my energy towards. But as we jump in, let's discuss our weekly recap. So before I do that, though, I would just like to say a happy belated birthday to Martin Luther King Jr., the absolute goat of activism and social justice in this country. Hopefully you guys did something constructive with your free day off and that you actually took some time to educate yourself. The world went absolutely crazy last week. It maybe have been the week before last, but it flooded into this past week. When Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey announced a relationship. Now, I'm not going to say that I wasn't heartbroken. Because I was heartbroken. But it's okay, you know, because you really got to appreciate sis for her finesse. And there's, there's definitely some lessons here. You know, women especially. You can do what you got to do without being messy. You know? Ain't no need for the nasty breakups. Ain't no need for none of that. You just elevate. Continue to elevate. Uh, All I'm going to say is, Michael B. Jordan, enjoy her while you got her. And Lori, keep doing your thing, sis, because you out here. And I appreciate every minute of it. In some sports-related news, the internet, aka Twitter, practically blew up when James Harden got uh, traded to the Nets this past week. In an article by the Associated Press, it was announced that James Harden was heading to Brooklyn to join old teammate Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. I will say the Nets definitely gave up quite a bit to get Harden, including 2022, 2024, and 2026 first-round picks, along with giving away two other players. Long story short, I'm kind of excited just to see Harden ball. Also excited because him and Durant are going to be getting almost $40 million in each season the next two seasons. So, go y'all. Shoot, I wish I can give $40 million for two seasons. That'd be amazing. 
But I think by far the most compelling news of the week and the most riveting news of the week has been Donald Trump leaving the White House. I am so happy. I don't even know how to describe how happy I am about the fact that this man has left the White House. Just because it is finally... I'm not saying stupidity is over, but stupidity is no longer occupying that office, which I think is progress. And it's progress that we need to appreciate. But you know, before he left, he had to do some some fuck shit um, because that's who he is. There was talks of him potentially pardoning himself, which is stupid as hell. There were talks of him, you know, being upset at the fact that he didn't get a proper send off, which to be quite honest, I don't understand how you can get fired and expect a going away party. But, you know, I don't plan or aim to understand that level of stupidity. But as I said, he did go out with some fuck shit. He proceeded to pardon, to be quite honest, I don't even know how many people, but some of the most notable people that he pardoned. Not notable, but you know, just interesting. Lil Wayne and Kodak Black. Now, some of you may remember, Lil Wayne came out a few months ago prior to the election supporting Donald Trump. The way my life is set up, I never know what Kodak Black is up to, and I really don't plan to get <laughs> to a point where I ever care. But it is important to note here that he was also pardoned by Donald Trump. In an article by CNN, he... <laughs> oh my god, I can't even believe I'm reading this. Um, he granted a full pardon to Dwayne Michael Carter Jr., saying that Mr. Carter pled guilty to possession of a firearm and ammunition by a convicted felon, owing to a conviction of over 10 years ago. They also described Mr. Carter as trustworthy, kind-hearted, and generous. Basically, Lil Wayne was convicted of illegal gun possession, and he pled guilty in December of 2020, which was literally like last month. And then he was basically facing up to 10 years in federal prison, and he was awaiting his sentence later this month. However, they decided to pardon him, so now he's not going to be able, or not going to have to deal with that. Um, he's not going to be able to go to jail. No, he's not going to have to deal with that. Additionally, additionally, Kodak Black, y'all, whose real name is Bill Capri. I'm going to let that marinate for a second. Bill Capri. I laughed so hard when I, when I first heard this. I'm like, who the hell is Bill Capri? Anywho, um, he was sentenced to more than three years in prison off of weapon charges from 2019. He pled guilty in August of 2019 to knowingly making a false written statement and trying to acquire a firearm from a federally licensed firearm dealer. So he basically was already serving his sentence and now his sentence has been... Um, what's the word for when your sentence is? Commutation. It's been... Com com basically, they reduced the man's sentence and now he's getting out of jail. So all y'all Kodak Black fans, I guess y'all could be happy. So in addition to Kodak Black and what's his name? <laughs> Lil Wayne. In addition to Kodak Black and Lil Wayne getting pardoned, Trump also pardoned a few other people. Uh, one of which is Steve Bannon. Now, I don't know if y'all remember, but Steve Bannon was literally the devil when the Trump administration first started. And he still kind of, like, he still kind of is the devil. But, quite honestly, the fact that he pardoned all of these people, ugh, hold on, let me, let me just read y'all this list. Steve Bannon was the second of Trump's foreign campaign chairman after Paul Manafort to be pardoned. 
three disgraced former Republican congressmen made the last-minute list as well. Also, some of his family members were pardoned, um, Charles Kushner in particular, the father of Jared Kushner, Donald Trump's son-in-law, Ken Curson, one of Jared Kushner's friends, who'd previously, by the way, been accused of cyberbullying. Robin Hayes, former representative from North Carolina, was one of three former Congress members granted clemency on Tuesday. Yeah, there was basically just a lot of people. Now, the reason I bring this up is because while the Kodak Black and Lil Wayne pardons were interesting and questionable, to say the least, they should not take away from the fact that Trump literally used his last 12 hours in office to pardon a bunch of crooks and cronies, like, who are doing illegal behavior on your behalf. Like, you're pardoning all your, hen like, henchmen, essentially. And the messed up thing about this is the majority of the news is probably going to cover Lil Wayne and Kodak Black and say, oh, look, he did this, he did this. Oh, look, he's pro-black. Oh, this. Whatever. No. Let, do not let that drive you away from the fact that this man still utilized the highest powerful office in the land to pardon his friends and the people that were doing the dirty work for him. If that's not privilege, I don't know what is. And the fact that he could get away with it is beyond me. But I digress. Dump Trump. So this week, I'm introducing a new segment called the Useless Award. After every weekly recap, I'm essentially going to award the Useless Award to someone who I think has been basically trash for the last week or, you know, however long. Just someone I think is trash. Um, I will credit this inspiration to my guys, Jay and LeVar, the hosts of the Taste Like Shade podcast, who I absolutely love. Like, those are my homies. You know, they've been so supportive and so amazing for the last, Jesus Christ, I think I've known them for the last eight years. Nine years? Wow. It's getting up there. They still haven't come to visit me in LA, but they are still great and I love them. But they have, an, uh, they have a podcast called the Taste Like Shade and they do what they call a shit shade, which I thought was hilarious. And I wanted to incorporate something in a creative, fun, but also like play on the podcast name. So that's what I came up with, the Useless Award. So let's get into it. This week's Useless Award goes to Melania Trump. Now, I really shouldn't have to explain that. Like, I really shouldn't. It should be self-explanatory. But I'm going to. Melania Trump sat back over the last four years and watched this man terrorize and make a mockery of this country. And she did not say shit. On top of not saying shit, she had a platform that she wanted to attack cyberbullying. Meanwhile, her husband was the biggest cyberbully <laughs> ever, leading him to get suspended on Twitter for basically spreading false news and, not false news, fake news, and inciting terrorism and violence, which led to the insurrection of the Capitol a few weeks ago. If that's not useless, I don't know what is. Quite frankly, I'm never going to say that any one person in a relationship should be, should overpower the other, you know? Like, I, I do believe that relationships need to have a balance. But I'll be damned 
if my husband is going out and doing some fuck shit like that and I don't say anything because at the end of the day his behavior and his his shit is going to reflect on me and no we're not doing that we're not no you're not about to go (laughs) what you're not about to go act a whole fool and come back home to me like hey baby I uh, ran the country today and I did a very, very good job. It was a huge accomplishment. No, bye. No, we're not doing that. So yeah, Melania Trump, you get my inaugural, (laughs) get it because it's inauguration day, my inaugural useless award. I, uh, there's nothing to go with it, really. I'm probably going to make an Instagram post about this, but you get it, sis. You got it. Actually, you're not sis. I take that back. You're, you got the first useless award. So congratulations. Now, as we move into this new week and also this new era with President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris, you know, we have a lot to look forward to in terms of hopefully the country being run in the right direction. But at the end of the day, the onus is on the citizens to make sure that they are holding their leaders accountable and that they're holding themselves accountable. Now, over the last eight months or so, starting primarily with the protests this past summer, a lot of us kind of sort of put on our activism hats and started to really put ourselves out there. And while some of that has dissipated in some cities, You know, some of it is still reigning true in a lot of other cities. You know, when I was in New York a few weeks ago, you know, Black Lives Matter was still protesting in Washington Square Park. So there's still people out there that are trying to carry the message forward. With that being said, I wanted to share some things that I thought would be really important, especially as we go into a new administration and as we proceed with like the next two years and the next four years and the elections to come, etc. Activism consists of efforts to promote direct or intervene in social, political, economic, or environmental reform with the desire to make changes in society towards a greater good. Y'all hear that? Greater good. You can't call yourself an activist if you're spreading hate. I don't know who needed to hear that. Y'all are probably not really listening to this podcast either, but I'm gonna put it out there anyway. Because all the little things we saw this past week and all the things that we saw the last four years of this Trump presidency, that's not activism. That is entitlement, that is racism, that is prejudice, and that is bigotry at its finest. In order to call yourself an activist, you have to be advocating for something for the greater good. If you're the only person that benefits, that's not activism. In my personal opinion, if you're going to be activate. <laughs> activating if you're going to be an advocate of something and that thing that you're advocating for impedes on someone else's right to life liberty or whatever it is that they want to pursue that's not activism now obviously people may have differing opinions about that i quite frankly don't care this is my podcast so this is my opinion the abcs of activism letter a accountability. You have to hold yourself and the public officials that you elect or that are elected to office accountable. The way that you hold yourself accountable is to show up. If you say you're going to do something for a specific group, if you say you're going to volunteer, if you say you're going to donate, do it. Don't just say it to say it. 
Don't just post black squares and not really do anything. If you are advocating for something, whether it's social justice, LGBTQ rights, Black Lives Matter, whatever the case is, if you are saying that you are advocating for that organization, then make sure that you're holding those values everywhere you go and not just when it's popular. Activism isn't a trend as much as social media would like to make you guys think that it is. It's not. There are people who risk their lives on a daily On a daily, we just got through celebrating one of the greatest activists that ever existed, Martin Luther King Jr. And he was constantly put in situations that were unpopular, quite painful. And, you know, he probably could have had something better to do. But no, he believed in something so much that he showed up. And it wasn't just for the gram. It wasn't just for Facebook. It wasn't just for Twitter. It was because he genuinely believed in what he was doing. Which brings me to the B. Belief. You have to actually believe in what you're standing for. I don't understand people who just pick up on things because other people are doing them and say that, oh yeah, I'm a supporter of X, Y, and Z, but really they have no understanding and no belief in the thing that they're saying that they're standing for. Part of the belief comes from educating yourself, understanding why it is that you support something, Understanding where your values lie and whether or not they align with what it is that you say you're supporting. Now, don't get me wrong. We're not experts, right? Like, we're human beings. And generally, we're going to have to take some time to learn about our environment, to learn about our values, and to really truly understand why certain things matter to us. Now, without doing that, we're just going to sway with the wind. Any single trend that comes up on Instagram is going to be the next best thing for us to be able to get a part of. And that's just not sustainable. It's also not consistent. Which brings me to the letter C. Consistency. If you decide to get involved with whatever organization appeals most to your heart, make sure that you're consistent. Volunteering once every three years, although it may be great is generally not going to make much headway in whatever it is that you're trying to push forward. And don't get me wrong, you know, activism doesn't always have to be showing up somewhere. It could be, you know, sharing something, although you have to make sure that it's the right information and that it's not incorrect or false or inaccurate or fake news or whatever the hell else doesn't align with the truth in 2021. Because we're not doing that. We're not spreading fake shit in 2021. But it doesn't always have to be that. It doesn't always have to be money. Although if you have the means, great, donate. Find organizations that are worthy of your donation. But whatever it is that you do, be consistent. Be consistent in your speech. Be consistent in your mannerisms. Be consistent in everything that you're doing to push this you know, mission or whatever it is that you're engaging in forward. If you're not consistent, it's very difficult to get any traction with anything that you're doing. I'm not saying it's impossible, but it is very difficult. Now, there's a lot of other qualities and characteristics that go into activism. You know, awareness is important, empathy, humility, discernment, you know, selflessness, all of that. Uh, And don't get me wrong, those are all equally as important, if not probably more important. But I did say I was just going to cover the ABCs today. And I think it's really important that we stay mindful and we stay 
aware of what it is that we're saying we want and making sure that we're aligning our actions with the things that we say we want. We all want a better world, but in many cases, not all of us are doing anything to get us closer to that. And it's quite unfortunate because at the end of the day, if you ask anybody, hey, what would you like this world to be? Oh, I just want it to be better for my children. But nobody's really making anything better for your children. Like, we are here spreading like a bunch of lies. We're polluting the planet. We're killing people left and right. We're not really standing up for people when they need it. So, you know, in 2021, just try to be a better person. And don't get me wrong. I'm all for changing the world and all that good stuff. But just start by changing your world. Because at the end, I keep saying at the end of the day, but really at the end of the day, because it's also the end of the day, all you need is to change your world. If you change your world and I change my world and people change their world, we will eventually change the world. Things are not as difficult as we make them seem. And as much as it sounds super cliche and super kumbaya, we really have to work together. There's so many different organizations that you can get a part of or you can be a part of and support, whether it's monetary wise, whether it's with your time, whether it's spreading a message, sharing a post, whatever that may be, whatever makes you happy. There's so many ways that you can spread good and do good in this world. There's organizations like the NAACP Legal Defense Fund, ACLU, Equal Justice Initiative. If you're into like environmental stuff, there's Earth Justice, Earth Guardians, You know, there's organizations out there for members of the LGBTQ community. There's so much out there that you can become a part of and join and work towards improving the conditions of people that are suffering everywhere. Now, when I record these podcasts, a lot of the stuff that I talk about is as much of a reminder for me as it is for the people that are listening. I really genuinely want to push people to do better and be better in every single episode that I post. And at the end of the day, again, I'm saying at the end of the day, we really need to stand together and we really need each other. We need this planet so much more than we think. And quite frankly, if there is anything that I can do to help push that, I'm going to. If there's anything that you guys have as far as thoughts or ideas or even organizations that we should highlight please feel free to send them over. I'd love to be able to use whatever platform I have to educate and advance those ideas. There was a saying that I heard back when I was in high school where I think one of my teachers said, think globally, act locally. And that just goes back to what I was saying earlier about just changing your world. You have to think beyond your city You have to think beyond your state. You have to think beyond this country. There's people all over the world. And with globalization, we're so much closer than we really think we are. Everybody is deeply impacted by things that happen around the world, whether or not they want to acknowledge them. So it's super important to keep a global mindset. But it's just as important to act locally. Meaning volunteer at your nearest homeless shelter. You know, give to your nearest food drive. Donate of your energy and your time to help children who may need it. Granted, I know a lot of this is not really possible in a COVID environment, but you can still give of what you have in some capacity, whether it's a virtual tutoring session for like 
single parents whose you know children don't necessarily have the help or whatever the case may be, there's ways and creative ways that you can get involved in your community. And I would implore all of you to try to find something that you can do. Doesn't have to be every day, doesn't even have to be every week, but something that you can do once a month where you give back to your community. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. With every episode that I post, I really do try to make it purposeful, meaningful, and, you know, sprinkle a little bit of fun in there. I appreciate you guys so much for listening. Make sure you tune in next week for a new episode and follow our socials at What's the Use.